0: Defensive coordinator Lou Anderunmo is always a very interesting guest, and this is no exception. He's got an interesting battle coming up against the Pittsburgh Steelers, to be quite honest. Their offense has been struggling, has been struggling to score points. It costs their offensive coordinator Matt Canada his job. How are they going to handle it? Sullivan, quarterback coach, will probably call the plays. The running back coach is going to be involved in the game planning. It's going to be a little bit different. They're going to have their new wrinkles, new twists, new looks, but it's basically the Pittsburgh Steelers offense: run the football and don't make mistakes. That's what's going to be on the table for Lou Anarumo to take care of with his defensive players. He talks about that. He talks about any adjustments that he have to might might have to make with respect to Joe Burrow not being available at the quarterback position, a new uh, offensive coordinator to deal with, and Pittsburgh Steelers in general. Lou Anarumo's got a lot to talk about. Welcome once again, and we appreciate you taking time to join us in the trenches with Dave Lappin, brought to you by First Star Logistics, as always, in our outstanding studios. And we have the best of the best as a guest, defensive coordinator, Lou Anna Rumo, with the Cincinnati Bengals coach. Appreciate you carving time. I know it's a busy time for you. Thanks for giving us some of yours. No problem. Thanks for having me, lot So coach, all of a sudden uh, Matt Canada is gone and uh, Mike Sullivan is in. Um, what does that do? How does that change your approach as you get ready for the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, upcoming on Sunday? Well, I mean, I
1: think, uh, you know, it's, It's, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers and, and, you know, Coach Tomlin, they have a good feel of what they want to do on offense. I think, you know, the difference would be the play calling now without Coach Canada being gone. Certainly it'll be different. What that'll be, we'll figure it out during the game because there's really no point of reference. So, um, you know, the plays I'm assuming will be very similar. They're not going to change their offense on a Tuesday of game week. Um, how they feature different guys may change but uh we'll have to play that by ear and and uh go along with it um, as the game
0: progresses. He's been around around the league for a while. He's been an offensive coordinator with a couple of different organizations, the New York Giants and I believe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. When he was with the Giants, you 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 just missed him yeah. uh being on the on the same coaching staff. So you guys have not really coached together, but do you do you go back and look at what his philosophy or mindset may have been untaped tape that far back or is that even is that foolhardy and a waste of time no i mean you know
1: probably glance at some games for sure just to see the place again the play style on how he's calling the game but uh you know we'll, we'll see but uh two quality coaches for sure you know I, I think they made co-coordinators if i'm not mistaken with the running back coach i could be wrong uh it just all happened so but right. uh but we'll see we'll see how it shakes out
0: yeah, I think I think the running back coach uh it's rumored that he's going to be the game plan guy and then Sullivan's going to call the plays but that hasn't been officially I guess yeah. announced yet by um you know by the Pittsburgh Steelers so I'm sure that'll be uh that'll be delayed as as long as possible but you know I I agree I I guess it, you know what they're looking for is that boost and uh when there've been uh, coaching changes here during during the season the Raiders make a head coaching change they get a they get a boost uh, the, the Buffalo Bills make a change of coordinator. They feel like they get a boost, and I guess that's what the Pittsburgh Steelers are looking for uh, at this point in time. When you when you look at Pittsburgh, do you see much much difference uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers offensively than you've seen over the last few years?
1: No, I mean I think you know you always go back to what they've always been at their core, and what Coach Tomlin wants to be able to do, and that's run the football. Um, they've got two quality backs. Warren is really coming on. He had a 74 yard run last week. Um, you know, uh, was a great run against the Browns. Um, you know, Najee Harris has always been a productive back in, in, in our league. So, um, they've got skill at wide out, you know, so we've got to just make sure that, you know, we take care of business.
0: Yeah. I am just wondering, I mean, Pickens, they don't have a, a receiver in the top 50 in the league in terms of uh, number of receptions. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pickens is up there in yards. He's 27th with 604 yards. He's averaging over 16 yards a catch, but he's only had 37 receptions. You wonder, I mean, will he be more of an emphasis? Will he be more of a, of a, of, of something that uh, Sullivan is going to try to get the ball in his hands a little bit more Warren. has got 34 catches. So, I mean, his scrimmage yards are, are very significant and his first downs are significant. I mean, this kid is, uh, he's not only run the ball well for him, he's been a pretty good catch out of the backfield as well. He's pretty tough, isn't he? He is. He's a
1: talented guy, runs really hard, breaks a lot of tackles. And, uh, you know, there's a good reason why they're trying to uh, feed him the ball, both in the run game and the pass game. He's a good, really good screen runner. They do a good job with him. And uh, the tight end, Fryermuth, is back and healthy. So I'm sure they'll try to get him more involved. So, you know, uh, we'll see how it goes.
0: Kenny Pickett at the at the quarterback position. I mean, he um, obviously, I, I think, only threw for like a little over 100 yards against the Cleveland Browns. And the feeling uh, with people that I've talked to in Pittsburgh was, you know, that one of the reasons the move was made was he was on a on a decline. But this kid obviously has had uh, he had a good college career. I mean, he was a high draft pick. He's he's pretty good at quarterback, isn't he?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think you just got to judge. You know, they they played against a really good defense on Sunday in Cleveland uh, on the road and um, you know the, the game was a little the way it went you know they were, were' struggling a little bit but um you know I think that Kenny's a quality quarterback and uh, presents problems with his legs and you know he's got skill at wideout as I've mentioned so um you know he can he can pull it down and run it if he, he needs to if there's trouble and uh, you know he's done a good job throwing those nine balls to those guys so we've got to be we got to be alert for that
0: and offensively um, in the red zone, they've only gotten in the red zone 19 times, which is fewest in the NFL, nine touchdowns, uh, second fewest in the NFL, uh, but they've only gotten uh, no points in the red zone just one time, which is tied for best in the National Football League. When they get down there, they score, but they have just had difficulty you know, getting in the red zone on a consistent basis, it seems.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like as you mentioned, that's the key thing that we already made a point to the, uh, to the guys about is they're they're making the most of their opportunities when they do get in there, and um, so we're gonna have to play good red zone in, in every situation that we get into. But uh, you know, it's certainly with these guys, they they do take advantage of it.
0: And the other thing they uh, do real well is take uh, uh, the ball security aspect. They take care of the football. Both uh, the Bengals and the, and the Steelers are tied for. Fewest giveaways in the National Football League with just eight, uh, which is pretty impressive. So um, they're, they're, they're plus 11 in the turnover ratio. Number one in the NFL, the Bengals are plus 10, tied for second best in the National Football League. That That's what it's going to boil down to in these division games, isn't it? It's, turnovers are massive.
1: Yeah, I think so. And uh, we want to keep, uh, you know, we, we weren't, unfortunately, weren't able to get any takeaways last week. Uh, so we've got to get back. On track in that regard, and create some this week, and and uh, it just sets up our offense in uh, such good position, hopefully, and gives us an opportunity. So that that uh, opportunity to score. So that's what we're looking to do.
0: Twelve interceptions for for your defense, tied for third most in the NFL, and uh, the the Pittsburgh Steelers have eleven interceptions, tied for fourth most in the NFL. So it, it's it's very interesting. There's a lot of similarities and some uh, some key stats here, obviously. Um, what about, how, how pleased are you with how things have gone overall? I know there's been the last couple of weeks, uh, too many big plays, too many explosives. I think it's like 15 or 16 explosives, whatever it is in the, in the last couple of football games. And it, obviously it's, it, it's probably, there's probably different reasons for, for them. If there were just one reason to be easily correctable, but is it all correctable? Yeah, for sure. I think, as you mentioned,
1: uh, we made a big point yesterday with uh, with the guys uh, about the explosive plays and how, um, you know, they're just uh, too many of them, uh, both in the run game and the pass game. And, you know, it's it's stuff that we can correct, certainly from a technique standpoint and help them out some with some calls. But uh, I I just think that we're obviously aware of it. The players are aware of it. And it's something that, uh, you know, we can't. Continue to do that and win games. So we've got to we've got to make sure we nip that in the bud right now.
0: So if you, every time you play the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, I'm I'm sure there's your your checklist of, of things during the during the course of the week. When you boil it all down, yeah. what are one or two common denominators when you've had successful outings against the Pittsburgh Steelers coach? Well, it's making
1: them one dimensional, make them throw the ball, stop the, stop the run power run game that they have. Um, you know, and, um, you know, force them to throw it uh, and then just be good on their uh, routes that, uh, you know, have shown up over the years. Make sure we do a good job nailing that. And and as you just mentioned, you know, making sure we don't give up uh, any explosives, whether it's in the screen game, uh, which they have shown this year, the run game that showed up last week. And then the, the ability that they have um, with the passes down the field to, you know, to their guys.
0: Finally, uh, I guess the offensive line, uh, that that's always been, you know, a source of pride for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, they always try to put good offensive lines out there as a group. How's this one performing so far this season, coach? Well, I think it's coming along. I think, you know, the rookie
1: tackle seems to be playing well. They added the Garden free agency. So, and the guys that they've had from last year seem to be really coming together. So I, I think it's a, it's a, a good group, uh, that seems to be gelling at the right time for them. And, um, you know, they're, they're big across the board, a bunch of uh, solid run blockers for sure. And, and uh, you know, they're, they're doing a good job uh, specifically passing games off in the, uh, in the past game. So, um, you know, I think they're coming together.
0: And finally, Coach, uh, you know, everybody knows Joe Burrow, obviously, with that wrist injury, is not going to be able to participate in this football game or for the rest of the season. Jake Browning does a lot of similar things. They're similar style players. I'm not saying that Jake Browning's Joe Burrow, but when you have a change, at the quarterback position, does it alter your mindset at all, how you approach, how you might call a football game? You
1: um, I mean, try not to, you know, there's obviously going to be a level of uh, things that we need to, to adjust to. But I think at the end of the day, as you mentioned, you know, Jake is a fierce competitor. Our, our guys know that. Uh, the whole team knows that he's going to, he's going to give us his all. Um, you know, and we certainly going to do the best to support him. However, that shakes out, you know, um, but, uh, we're excited to play for, play with and for
0: Jake. I tell you, coach, can't wait for this one. Big division matchup at Paycor. uh, take care of business at home. win those games at Paycor stadium, that'll be a, a, a big, big step toward getting where you want to be. And that's in the playoffs. No question. Appreciate your time as always, sir a good one. Always. Thank you for having me. You demand. Bye bye. Dave Lapham here. Coach. And every day, I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self-motivation, leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First our Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard, like I did you'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team.